I read this passage last week out of Psalm 23. In verse 1, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. He didn't say the valley of death. He said the valley of the shadow of death. I fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff... They comfort me. Your rod, your word, and your staff, your spirit, your word and your spirit, they bring comfort to me. That's what we're talking about today. How the word and the spirit bring truth and light to every situation. And you have to have both. It's not enough just to know what the word says, but you have to know the person of the Holy Spirit, that he's real. And that his whole responsibility on planet earth is to reveal all truth to us. That's how he's our helper. People say, well, you know, I'm just waiting on God. God will do it. You know, what about this situation? Well, if God wants to do it, he'll do it. God's already done everything he's going to do. Now, I'm just telling you what he says. He gave us the Holy Spirit. And we have to begin to be confident in a relationship with that person, the Holy Spirit, because he's here to help us how to understand what is the truth. And when you understand truth, then it dispels all darkness. I'm going to say it again. When you understand truth, then it shuts all darkness down. And when he said here, Though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, what he's saying is the the, the valley of the shadow are the things that appear to be a certain way when they're really not. Those times of the valley of the shadow of death and destruction are the things that appear like they're not going to work out, like God's not big enough, like God can't handle it. Are there situations today in the natural In the world where it looks like God's not big enough to handle the things that we face? Yeah. That's the valley of the shadow of death and destruction. But those things that appear to be that God is not big enough to handle, they're already taken care of. God has made a way even when it seems like there's no way, the way is already made. You just have to know how to tap into the way. That's what he's done for us. We have to understand it day by day. I love this verse, this passage of scripture, and I'm going to read it out of the the New Living Translations found in 2 Corinthians 4 and verse 3 and 4. If the good news, the word of God, in other words, if the good news we preach is hidden behind a veil, it's hidden only from people who are perishing. Satan, who is the God of this world, has blinded the minds of those who don't believe. They are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. The good news, the word of God, the truth of God's word is light. And you know, when you break these things down and you have to spend time meditating on all these different aspects of truth and the word of God, 
when it's all broken down to the fact that Jesus is the living word. He is the light. And notice the last part of this. He said, he said, they are unable to see the glorious light of the good news. They don't understand this message about the glory of Christ, who is the exact likeness of God. They don't understand that this illumination that I'm talking about today is Jesus Christ himself lit up on the inside of you. That I put more confidence in what he says to me than what the news says to you. And more people, people just spend more time in the news, the newspaper, the news that, not, not very many people have newspaper anymore, but, but more people spend more time in what the news says, like the news is gospel, than what God says. You know why? Because God's information has to be revealed. You know, you open a newspaper, you get online and you're looking at, at, at something, you can read through it real quickly, and it'll give you all the highlights of what's happened, and now you can make judgment over what you think is so. When you get the word... I just mentioned to you about light and truth and the Word of God and Jesus Christ himself all being the same thing. What does that mean? Some people look at that and think, what does that mean? How can that be? That's what you have to work out within yourself. You have to learn to understand what that's like. If this place was, because there's no windows in here, if we turned the lights out right now, it would be dark, right? And what would remove the darkness is the light turned on. The light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, when it is turned on on the inside of you, it dispels ideas and ways of thinking from the world that tells you one thing when what God says is something different. The other thing that's difficult about that is when you read all the negative news, it's very easy to stay negative. Ah, we're going to hell in a basket. Well, this is happening. Well, this, is, this person is going to do this. Well, this person is going to take all my freedom away. And all, these, all this kind of stuff gets stirred up. And all of a sudden, you begin to believe what someone else wrote. But what about Jesus? The light. The truth. The way. What about him? In 1 John 1 and verse 5, it says this. 1 John 1 and 5. I'm going to read this in the New King James. This is the message which we have heard from him and declare to you that God is what? Light. But we just read in the, in the previous scripture that, that the glory of Christ who is the exact likeness of God. He's one and the same. The three are one. They're one and the same, he says here. And in this passage, he says, this is the message we've heard from him and declare to you. God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. So when you go to the Word, and then you go to God about the Word... And, and you're confident in the Holy Spirit revealing the truth to you, he's not going to just give you an opinion. 
Well, I think the father's just saying, I think this will work today. Well, I'm not sure about this. And I'm not sure about that. All the other information you get, nobody's sure about anything. Everybody has their opinion, and then their opinions, they fight for their opinion to become public opinion. When what God says is not an opinion, it's the truth. And he said, where where his truth is concerned, where this light is concerned, there is no darkness at all. What does darkness represent here? Darkness in the passages that I've been reading right here, darkness has to do with the opposite of the light. If the light is the truth of God's word, then if you take a passage of scripture that says, greater is he that is in me than he that's in the world, that's the truth. Okay? Darkness wants to say, well, that God you think that is greater than what you're seeing right here, he's really not that big. Darkness wants to convince you that God really can't come through for you. Yeah, that's a verse of scripture, but that's not going to work for your situation because your situation is just a mess. Or your situation is bigger than God is. That's what he works overtime to convince people of. I have to apply that in those times when I know the greater one is in me and the greater one just isn't sitting inside of me. He is there to reveal what the truth is about whatever it is I'm facing. That's his job, if you want to call it that. It's his responsibility in the earth. Where's Jesus? He's at the right hand of the Father. Where's the Father? Consuming heaven. Where is the Holy Spirit? Here on earth, living inside of mankind, revealing the truth. I mean, if you want to be technical about it, God who is three in one is everywhere at all times. You know, I mean, he's everywhere. But I'm talking about what the Word says the responsibilities of all, all three of them are. Father is the big kahuna. And I'm not saying that disrespectful. I mean, he is the one. And Jesus is not vying for a position. Well, I want to be the big, uh, the big dog. Jesus said, I don't do anything except what I get from my Father. So what, what is the Holy Spirit revealing? The truth, which is Jesus, that the Father says is so. So when I get revelation, and it's begin to work on the inside of me, it's because Father, through Jesus, through the Holy Spirit, revealed it inside of me. If you don't see that process right there, none of it will ever work for you. You can read the Bible till you can't see straight. And it won't produce a thing in your life if you don't understand the process and how God set it up. I believe that more than I believe anything else. Nobody can talk me out of that. I mean, you know, if you bought... 45 scriptures to prove to me that, that it really doesn't work that way. Well, I'll be open to, to, but it's not in there. It's the only way for light to dispel darkness. And I'm telling you right now, and you've heard me speak this and pray this. Wednesday night we prayed this. I'm declaring this over the United States of America. That every, everything that is hidden is being brought to the light. Why? Because we're saying that. Are you speaking those things? You don't have to say yes. I'm asking you, 
If you're not speaking these things, you need to be speaking them. The Bible says whatever's hidden will be brought to the light. Every lie is being exposed by the truth. Every lie. And all darkness is being revealed by the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ. All darkness. I'm believing that over our whole nation. But you and I have to be believers of that and practicing it in our own lives to where we give it no place. You realize that you and I don't have to be afraid of anything. You realize that. Right? Because the Bible tells us. The Bible says, fear not, for I'm with you. Right? God has not given us a spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound and a well-balanced mind. If God hasn't given me fear, I don't have to receive it. Does it say that fear doesn't come? Absolutely not. But I don't have to be afraid. Not of anything. But you know what? My experiences over the last 45 years are one thing. Your experiences in your life and how you're applying the word are something different. Just because I'm telling you that you don't have to fear doesn't mean you walk out of here and that you don't give in to fear. You have to purpose not to. And you have to work out what that looks like by being a doer of the word, allowing the Holy Spirit to reveal to you how real that is, that you don't have to lose a night's sleep over things that are trying to create fear and wreak havoc in your life. You don't have to lose a night's sleep. Not one night's sleep. Do we? Sure. But we don't have to. So every day I'm purposing more and more to understand the light. I'm not, more, I'm not trying every day to not lose a night's sleep. Well, maybe if I take these, this medication it will help. No, 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 no. It's not about not losing a night's sleep. I'm saying you won't lose a night's sleep when your confidence is in what God says. Amen? I want that more than anything else. That's why I'm reading these verses of Scripture to you. No, no, notice what he said. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not practice the truth. But if we walk in the light, watch this, if we walk in the light, in the light, in what light? What is the light? The word, the truth, Jesus. If we walk in him, if we focus on him, if we pay attention to him, if we pay attention to what he says is so, watch. But if we walk in the light, as he's in the light, then we have fellowship with one another and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. And I'm coming right back to that passage, but James 4.17 says, Therefore to him who knows to do good and does not do it, to him it's sin. So what sin is, is disobedience to what you know is true. But yet, if you're, if you're walking in the light and if you're developing it, you know what he's saying right here? All of your screw-ups, he's forgiving you for. Everything you screwed up, everything you've done wrong, every attitude you've had, every t- everything that you've done, he's forgiving you because... Yeah, Lord, I, I know, and I'm still doing this, and I still have this attitude, but Lord, I, I, I'm, I'm staying in your word. I, I want your word. That, that's all he wants. See, 
Because the light of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the seed of the word of God, is what will liberate your life. It will deliver you and set you free. And if you just do that, nothing can stop it. Nothing can stop the process. And you being free, you being delivered, and you becoming obedient to everything that God tells you to do. And when you don't, He's already forgiven you. The blood of Jesus forgives you of all your disobedience, your screw-ups, everything you've done wrong. When you're just allowing the light to come alive. Because, watch the next part of this. He said, he said but he, see, if you don't do that, if you're trying to figure it out yourself, and you're trying to get you know, the information you need to be set free from Fox News, it ain't going to happen. Well, I, but I, I like Fox News. Okay, great. Watch it. But don't, don't get all your answers from them and what their opinions are about things. It, it, it won't set you free. It's the truth that will set you free. And what's happened with me is I, I don't even want the news anymore. I want the truth. I mean, who, who, who can you trust out there? Who, who, who can you trust out there? Oh, well, I think I, this guy, how do you know? You don't know. You don't know. They can be lying through their teeth to you through the, through the cameras. Writing all kinds of stuff and lying like a dog. You don't know. Who can you trust? Him and him alone. Then, then you're going to believe the best in people. Even the ones that really appear to be really bad. <laughs> even, the, even the really bad guys, you'll just speak nice of. You have to like what they do because the truth has set you free. Look, 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 look at the last part of what he said right here. He said, so the blood of Jesus cleanses you of all sin. But if we say that we have no sin... Oh, I don't need that. I, I, yeah, I, I know the truth, and I, I got enough of that, but, you know, I got to work all this stuff out on my own. But if we say that we have no sin or disobedience, we deceive ourselves. Why? Because the truth isn't in us. So self-deception happens, and we're deceiving ourselves, whether we want to admit it or not, only for one reason. Not because you're bad, not because, you know, everybody else is better than you and, and, and you just think you're all that and, and whatever. No, it's you're, you're self-deceived because there's no truth. You know why? Because every other source of information out there will kind of tell you to be about yourself and you're a good person and, you know, God loves everybody and all. And he does. God loves everybody. But it's only the truth you know and that you're walking in that enlightens you. It brings you to that place of the light and it exposes the darkness and the ways that you're doing things that are not right. We can talk it up all we want. But only the truth will set you free. Nothing else. So he said, you, you, we're deceived. But, <laughs> but if we confess our sins... He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He's got it covered. Just stay connected to him. If I can tell you one thing in this day and hour, and I'm telling you, there's other crap coming. I'm sure there is. You know why? Because the Bible says there is. 
know what the Bible says? Darkness covers the earth and deep darkness is on people, but the light. But the light has risen upon those who have become doers of this word. Amen? Did you hear what I said? The light has risen upon us. And that light that is on us is accomplishing things even when it seems like nothing is happening and being accomplished. Even when it seems that way, it's, it's working. It's working. Remember those little Pac-Man guys? That's the way I see the word. It just kind of works and works and works and it gnaws at things. And the more you do, the more, I mean, you got more Pac-Man guys. And it's dispelling the darkness. It's removing it. And you know what? You don't have to sweat. You don't have to work extra hard to do it. You just have to be, learn how to be obedient to God. I woke up this morning thinking about, I don't know why, but I thought about something that I used to struggle with about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago. I mean, just, just you know, like being negative or whatever it was. And I was thinking today, you know, I, 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 that, I hadn't thought about that in years. And I thought to myself, what I'm sharing today is what got me to that place where I don't struggle with that. That's not an issue. It's not something that is constantly, you know, that I have to deal with and I go back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. Just don't stop. Just keep doing it. Keep applying it. Keep coming to the, to the truth of God's word and it will enlighten things in your life and you'll see and know things like you've never known before. The truth will set you free. How many believe that today? The truth has set us free. Just two other passages, and I'm going to end. <clears throat> I read this last week, but I'm going to read it again. James 1 and 22 says, But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. There's that word deception again. Be, hear, be doers of the word and not just a hearer. You're hearing me today. But what's your responsibility today with what you're hearing? Taking it, taking the scriptures that I've given you, go back and listen to the word again, however you need to do it, and then take what you get from the word and let the Holy Spirit reveal the truth of it to you. That's what sets a person free. But be doers of the word and not hearers only, deceiving yourselves. For if anyone is a hearer of the word and not a doer, he's like a man observing his natural face in a mirror. For he observes himself, goes away, and immediately forgets what kind of man that he is. That's what happens. We hear for a while, we don't do anything with it, then we forget. It becomes stale, it becomes like common. Yeah, I've heard that before, I've heard it, I've heard it. No, you, you, you'll, get, you'll get that way about the word if you're not doing something with it. Because when you're doing something with one level of understanding of truth, when you're doing something with it, it'll take you to another level that you didn't see was there. You couldn't see the next level, like what I shared, that Michelle shared today. She, she's gone to another level, but she could have never seen this level where she's at now had she not been faithful in the lower level to get to the next level. Never would have seen it. See, that's the way God works. And people say, well, you know, you know God, God just didn't. It's always what God didn't do. God's already done everything. He's already done it all. 
but he immediately forgets what kind of a person he was. But he who looks in the perfect law of liberty and continues in it. What's that? That's the truth. That's the word. That's Jesus. That's the light. He said, whoever looks into that and spends time in that and is not a forgetful hearer, but a doer of the work, this one will be blessed, one translation says, in everything that he does. Can you ever imagine getting truth from God and it being revealed in you and you do it and it doesn't, doesn't create blessing? Not from God. There's no bad in him. Well, God just did this ugly thing to me. There's no ugly in God. God doesn't do ugly things. He doesn't take people away. He doesn't destroy. There's no destruction in him. It's not in his nature. Jesus came to liberate us from that kind of thinking. Can you say amen? amen. And then I want to end with this passage. <clears throat> and I want you to think about this. Because <clears throat> it's important in all of our lives that we understand things like this. In Philippians 4 and verse 8. The Apostle Paul here said, say, he's speaking to the church at Philippi and, and he's speaking to this church here today. There's no time or distance in the revelation of God's word. Thank God for it. Some people say, well, you know, I, I don't know about the Bible. It's kind of outdated. Man. You need to get your dates figured. Verse 8 of Philippians 4. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, pure, lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, if there's anything praiseworthy, worthy of praise, do what? Meditate on these things. I mean, that challenge right there will liberate your life. I'm going to say it again. That challenge right there to meditate on things like that and not everything else. I'm telling you, that'll, that'll, that, that will liberate your life, but it is a major challenge. It's a, it becomes like a full-time job. Literally like a full-time job. Verse 9 says, the things which you've learned, Paul's saying this to the church at Philippi, the things you've learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do. And the God of peace will be with you. I just want to say to you today that <clears throat> pastoring this church for 31 years, my wife and I have, and we've made mistakes. We haven't done everything perfect. First 10 years, we did a lot of stupid things. Just been being a young pastor and not knowing things that we needed to know. Thank God for the men of God that God put in my life during that time and, and after. 
and just people that I could bounce things off of. But I, I say this with absolute humility but confidence that there is nothing and I, and, and I mean, there's nobody in my life that has been a greater blessing and to hold me accountable in things in my nature than my wife. In the first few years we were married, I didn't let her. But God got a hold of me through another man and said, you want a recipe for disaster, you don't listen to your wife. And it changed me, not overnight, you know, took 20 years, but, <laughs> but I had to hear those words. And I can tell you today that there is nothing in my life that is hidden. I don't have something going on behind the scenes with somebody. I've not stolen anything. I've, no, I've not done anything illegal or immoral at all. In the, I'm saying I made mistakes in the past. But today there's nothing that is hidden. And I feel like as a church and as pastors and our family, we have a good track record. And Paul said, what you've seen of these things that you need to meditate, what you've seen in me, he didn't say they were all working in him. He said, what you've seen in me, do those things. And I'm saying to you today, if you've seen any of those qualities in mine and my wife's life, do those things. And the God of peace will be with you. See, someone says, well, you're comparing yourself to the Apostle Paul. Uh, I'm comparing myself to how the Apostle Paul lived. Because I've learned from the Apostle Paul and I've seen what he did and I've tried to emulate what he did. I didn't say I'm perfect. I'm not saying anything else. And I'm not saying that I'm any more special than you or anybody else. I'm saying you and I need to be living these ways so that other people can see it and believe in it. Well, that's a lot of pressure. Yeah? Yeah. There's a lot of pressure. But you know what? It's not a pressure that you and I can't handle. And it's not something that is bigger than God. He said, you, you love me, then people and the world and, and stuff out there is going to hate you and not like what you do. So yeah, there's a lot of pressure, but you know what? At the end of the day, I'd rather be, I'd rather be demonstrating godliness and holiness than ungodliness and hiding things and doing things behind the scenes and, 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 you know, and, and, and lying to people you know, just to cover my back and, and, and things that I'm doing. No, I'll, I'll not do that. I won't pastor this church if I, if I find myself in that type of situation because nothing is, that is hidden, there's nothing hidden that won't be brought to the light. Can you say amen? And I'm telling you today, there's no greater day for you and I to walk in the light and the truth so we can be living examples to other people that it really, truly works. How many can say amen to that today?